0: Well hello there, hope you're having a fantastic day. This is JC Bernal, your business growth coach, and the Business Growth Attitude Show It's all about helping you, the business owner, adopt a business growth attitude to develop, advance, expand, and see the opportunity and potential in every single moment. A business growth attitude will position your business, its brand, and its people for growth, profit, and success. And without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Well, hello and welcome. So glad you've joined me in this business growth attitude journey. In this episode, we're going to explore a little bit about the resistance to do what we must do. We all know this resistance very well. This is what keeps us from doing what we must do. This resistance comes when we decide to do something that's noble, that's right, something that we're passionate about. I mean, we got our goals, we have our uh, vision that's clear, and we know exactly where we want to get to. And as soon as we have that, this resistance shows up in ourselves. And it keeps us from taking the actions that we need to take. So we don't do what we must do. And uh, Stephen Pressfield, in The Art of War, it says, resistance cannot be seen, touched, heard, or smelled, but it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work in potential. It's repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. Doesn't that sound so familiar? When Whether it's growing our business or spending more time with the family or doing any worthwhile change that makes us feel successful and accomplished, we can detect that resistance within us. It's always there, it seems like it just pops up as soon as we decide to take action towards something that we want and we want to accomplish into that has to do with our dreams and and our goals. Even Paul in his letter to the Romans uh, says it, I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I don't want to do, I do. And I find this verse in the Bible so uh, frustrating, and it's probably frustrating for me because I experience that. I experience that sensation that as soon as I embark on doing something that's noble, something that's good, something that I want to accomplish, immediately all these things come up that prevents me from taking action. And I shouldn't say prevents me, because it's my own will, it's me, it's me taking decisions to do something else, and then I go into these questioning, right? And, and I'm sure you can relate, why do I keep procrastinating, right? Uh, why do I continue meaningless work that doesn't produce the results I want? Man, have I found myself there so many times? Why do I continue to do this thing that it's not allowing for me to do what I do? Have to do or what I must do, what I've chosen to do, by doing this other thing that has absolutely no meaning and it, it does not advance me to the place I want to get to. Even when we are looking in our business, why haven't I hired the right person? You know, if I know that that's what's going to make me get to the next level, it's going to get to uh, get the company into a place where it needs to be. Why haven't I hired that right person? And I, I'm looking at the cost of hiring instead of looking at the cost of not hiring. Or even yet, the other the other way around is why haven't I let go of the incompetent employee? Why is he around? Why is he around month after month when I already decided that he, he doesn't work for me or it, this it's not going to work and it's not even healthy for him or for me, and yet I keep him around and I don't make that decision. I don't pull the trigger on taking action of the important things, right? Why haven't I made that call or set up that meeting that I've been saying that I need to, uh, because it's for the good of the business uh, or for the good of the relationship, and I still don't do it. Why don't I follow up? Knowing that uh, people don't even buy on that first instance or in that first contact or that first presentation, why don't I follow up if right now it, they say that it takes seven times before somebody even considers taking you as an option. And yet, we don't follow up and, and we don't know why. It's that Once again, that resistance comes up for us. Uh, why did I go out last night knowing it would affect my performance today? Knowing that, I, that it was going to damage my whole output, everything that I wanted to do, everything that I wanted to accomplish, uh, was going to be damaged, yet for that uh, light or short-term pleasure, uh, I go out and I drink and I do have this, in quotes, fun things that I want to do, and yet it hinders me from getting closer to my goals, my dreams, my vision. Uh, why do I stress about everything? You find yourself uh, questioning yourself about that. Why do I stress about stress about everything it's almost like a, a pattern that we get into and uh, the, the other one obviously is why do I worry all the time and I know we've read the books taken the courses and then read more books and watched enough YouTube videos on, on that subject and then gone back and read more books and then why don't we do what we want to do and do what we don't want to do Well, Dorothea Brandy says it's because besides being creatures subject to the will to live and the will to power, we're driven by another will, the will to fail or die. And when I read this, this was, for me, was very insightful. I go, this is something, if we have that will to to strive and grow and reach and create and make more, and have more abundance in, in every area of our life, then uh, this force, this resistance that we have, makes sense that it's our own will to fail, our own will that we disguise it by taking action that goes against everything that we want. This is an inner resistance we sense but can pinpoint what it is, it's, but yet it comes up every time. And the first thing we need to do is that realizing the presence of this will to fail is the first step to turning from failure to success doing what we must do and stop doing what we don't want to do and this feeling or this resistance is very subtle and we tend to explain it or excuse it or ignore it so that it doesn't sound like we're really uh sabotaging what we want and we do it by saying well life is too short and so we got to get the best out of it and do the most that we can. And, and we go out and we do the things we don't want to do, really, because if we, we think that it's going to give us the results we want, probably not. And yet we still go out and do it because life is too short. The reality is what we're really saying is, well, we, we have a thousand years to do whatever we want to do. So that that I want, that I really uh, have set as goals and vision to achieve, is, you know, I have plenty of time to get to that, and I will get there eventually. But right now, let's enjoy life. And what we're really saying uh, is life is too short. Really, What it really means is we have plenty of time to get around to the important stuff. Um, I needed to take a break. You know, I I was so exhausted or so overwhelmed or so... uh, tired or whatever, that I needed to take a break, uh, when in reality, we, what we are really saying is uh, that resistance came up for me and I didn't know how to uh, get rid of it or how to go around it or how to be able to do what I needed to do, so uh, I stopped what I was supposed to do and got into this other time waster that didn't accomplish anything. Uh, we only live once is the other one. Uh, like it, by saying that, it excuses ourselves to do those things that don't move us towards accomplishing what we really want. There's nothing I could have done about that, and this seems to be a an excuse used constantly in every area of our life. There was nothing I could do, and. Or better yet, the other one is, I did everything I could. And either one, it puts us in this victim mode of making us so limited as far as what we can accomplish and we can do. Reality is, if we did everything that we could, we probably would have accomplished what we wanted to. But in reality, because of the resistance we have, we try a little, and then we stop, and we give up. We give up because of this resistance, that keeps us from doing what we must do, and all this is what uh, Dorothea Brandy called once again, this will to fail. It it is also there with business owners that are trapped in the day-to-day and have stopped enjoying their work and life and family, and because they have this, once again, this resistance to enjoying what they're doing. And... We can hear them say, "If if I don't do it, it doesn't get done right." So that way, they get involved in everything within the business. Uh, they're always interrupting and changing the way things that other people recommend on doing, and bringing it back and doing it his way. Uh, because in this resistance that we have of growth and of expansion and of enjoyment, uh, these are the things that come up. You know, we, we consciously take action to prevent the company from growing. We take action from preventing us from enjoying life and enjoying family and enjoying the time we have. And then what we do is we have to be in control. We have to be in control of everything. We have to be in control in every situation and every decision that's been made or has to be made because if I don't, I'm not in control, it doesn't get done right. And once again, what we're really doing is falling into the resistance of growth, the resistance that would allow for a company to get to the level we want. And that's not ever going to happen if we think that we have to be in control. And this is obviously perceived control because the reality is when you have the most control in your organization is when you delegate, is when you have people taking care of, The important things and you're not making every single decision in the um, in in the business but we excuse it by saying there are no good employees you can't hire good employees today well the reality is what you're not taking the time you're not spending the money you're not doing your proper procedures and processes in order to get the right employees to come along you don't have clarity in your vision you don't have clarity in your values, where you attract the right employees. And once again, it's all this illusion that we can't find the employees. It's more about the resistance we have to grow and expand and get to the level of where we want to take the business. Uh, And all this disguises itself in fruitless activities, activities that produce absolutely uh, no results or not the results that we're looking for anyway, but we continue to do them. We, we have this pattern that we could actually uh, time it and say every day from such a time to such a time, I, I do things that produce absolutely no results towards achieving the goals and the vision that I have. And all this goes along with damaging decisions, decisions that take us two steps back to where we want to go instead of moving us forward it moves it moves us backwards and we continue to do it because we refuse to get the help we need we refuse to get the advice we refuse to get the coaching uh, or refuse to uh, read the books or um, learn about how things work best and because we do that then we end up making damaging decisions that just pushes further from where we want and then this creates bad habits, bad habits that we continue to repeat every single day that prevent us from moving forward and getting to that place we want to get the business to. And conformity is the other one, you know, from one, in one side is the overwork and the excess and all that, then there's conformity. conformity. To leave the business exactly as it is uh, where we're saying, well, uh, I've gone as far as I can and just let go of the business growth attitude so that we conform to where, where we have landed, where we have come to. And we don't have a vision of taking the business to the next level and accomplishing more and helping more people and getting out there and doing more because uh, we have conform. And conformity is just another w- another word for the will to fail because companies that are not growing, businesses that are not growing, are dying. And if we don't have that vision for growth and we don't have those strategies and we don't have that mental fortitude and business growth attitude, we're dying. We're not getting anywhere. Uh, and Obviously all these are just excuses so that we can say I tried, I did everything I could and it didn't work and all these excuses are nothing more than the will to fail, the resistance to do what we must do and then we fall into overwhelm and we equate it to well I'm overwhelmed because of so much work or hard work that I needed to do. Uh, The reality is that overwhelm is not needed or I like working under stress. That's the other one I hear a lot. I like working under stress. Um, Why would you work under stress when it's hurting you? Uh, It's hurting you in your health. It's hurting you in the relationships with others. And uh, the other one that I hear that's very funny, it's, it's my job to worry. And that reminds me of a a movie, the movie with Tom Hanks in that's in it. He's uh, the bridge of spies and he's a lawyer and as a lawyer, he's given this task to defend this Russian spy that uh, Rudolf Abel. And all this takes place back in the 1950s during the Cold War. And every time that this guy comes up uh, to one of a hearing or whatever it is that, that that they're going through in order to uh, exchange them. Uh, The turmoils are so great that Donovan, that's played by Tom Hanks, always asks Abel, and you're not worried? And Abel always responds with the same answer. He goes, would it help? And a lot of the things that we do it, it's just like that. It, it's the stress, the overworry, the overwhelm, and all that. Does it help? You know, have we questions ourselves? You know, does any of this really help, or does it produce that resistance so that we're not doing what we're supposed to do, which is think clearly, be at peace, enjoy life, enjoy the family, uh, enjoy our work? Uh, more and more, I hear uh, clients come to me saying that they hate their job, and it's not their job that they hate. It's all this overwhelm and fear and stress that they're going through that they tire of it, and yet they keep they keep repeating it. Uh, and obviously, there's the people out there that encourage you. You know, they even get upset if you don't get anxious or you're not worried or you're not stressed out about something, right? And so it's it's even in our culture for us to be like that. But none of these things are necessary to grow the business. Better yet, they hinder the healthy growth of our business and rob us of enjoying life and family. And if we don't realize that, then we don't take change. We don't make changes in our life. And we can continue with these patterns uh, forever or until we get to this age and we realize that we have wasted our life not doing what we must do in order to get to where we want to go and in order to break this resistance of uh, doing what we must do uh, we must start by unlearning unlearning is heard so much more nowadays because uh, we have learned so much we've been taught our belief system and we have accepted it and if we don't unlearn all this it's like the the story that i'm sure you've heard a, a million times about. The monk that sits with a student and is pouring tea into a cup and the cup is overflowing. The student goes, Master, the cup is overflowing and the master says, this is how you come to learn with me. You're so full that nothing else fits in. And that's why we have to unlearn because we're so full of these beliefs, these uh, limiting beliefs that don't allow for us to get to where we want to go. And we don't stop and acknowledge that we have these uh, so-called addictions because we can call them addictions because the same neuropath that a addict uses for self-destruction is those are the same neuropath that a, a business owner used to strive and grow the business. So imagine how addictive it is. It's, it's the same ones that the addicts use, right? Uh, so we could do worry, stress, overwork, overwhelm, lack of time, lack of focus, and repeat it and repeat it until the point that we get so tired that we hate our jobs. And all of these come from beliefs that we have. They, they don't just show up. These are beliefs that we have that if we don't unlearn, we can't transform. And if we can't transform, then changing is not going to ha- do it because we're going to change. And gonna fall back again into old patterns that's why this will to fail this resistance to do what we must do is so strong is because we only try to do small changes instead of transformation changing our beliefs so that our action uh, change and therefore our lives change So we must be conscious of the beliefs that produce the resistance to do what we must do. The belief that I had, for instance, that I would lose everything, it was a great catalyst for me to the resistance to do what I had to do in those times. And it cost me so many problems uh, that that was my will to fail. It it cost me problems in my businesses, in my relationship. Everything around me was affected by that belief. But it was until I broke through that belief that I was able to take action and do what I was supposed to do, what I wanted to do, what I must do. And that was the big change for me. Uh, Also the belief that telling people what I did for a living and how I did it and how I helped clients and the results I had, the tremendous uh, impact that I had on people's lives, I, I would never speak about it because I would think now, I had that belief that people would think that I was boastful and or, or too proud or whatever, but that kept me from growing my business. And it wasn't until I broke through that that I was able to share with people what I did for their business, for their lives, that I was able to get more clients and be able to impact more lives. I had to unlearn in order to accept new empowering beliefs. The beliefs that I had to work all the time, that was a, a big, big one for me, that belief that I have to work all the time. Uh, I literally, there were times I worked 24 hours straight. I mean, I would work 24 hours, go home, take a shower, and come back and continue to work. Uh, just because that belief was so ingrained in me that I had to work all the time. And obviously this, this kept me from enjoying life, enjoying family, enjoying uh, the, the things that made life enjoyable. Uh, was Totally gone. So I started taking action started taking first of all changing the beliefs and unlearning unlearning is so important because if we didn't unlearn this and uh, For me was for instance uh, Stop setting the alarm clock at wee hours in the morning and as soon as I did that Wow, I I was so relieved because all I was doing was satisfying this guilt that I couldn't stay in bed Uh, but as soon as I did that It's not that I sleep in or anything like that. On the contrary, I I wake up really early, but I wake up not because of guilt. I wake up now because of passion, because I want to do, I want to be up and at them and and delivering and creating and impacting people's lives early in the morning. You know, I take breaks and vacations and days off now, and I come back refreshed. I come back renewed, and, and I'm able to give more and impact more because my mind is fresh, and I'm not over- overly focused on everything and every problem and every situation that's going on in business. I, I take time for prayer and meditations in the morning. And before, I literally, I, I would start my meditation, my prayer, and it was like, stop it, you need to go to work, you know? And now I'm able to do that. As a matter of fact, I, I meet twice a week with a group of, uh, of men that we pray in the morning, and it, I wouldn't change that for anything. It gets me going in the morning. It puts things in perspective. It makes me so thankful for everything I have. Uh, and uh, that is so powerful. I mean, my wife can call me in the middle of the day and say, hey, I cleared your, your schedule for the rest of the day. Uh, let's catch a movie. Let's go have some wine. Let's have dinner. Let's do something fun together in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day. That, that was sinful for me at some point because of the beliefs I had. But breaking the beliefs allowed for me to take this action, and then as I repeated, I was able to unlearn what I had as beliefs from the past and create these new beliefs and create this new way of living that helps me enjoy life every single day. So uh, break the habits and the addictions that we call good habits, Uh, working all the time, uh, underspend on your, comp- on your company, what they need because uh, you find yourself to be frugal and then you don't spend any money. You don't spend any money on yourself, on growth, on coaching, um, so that you get to the next level uh, because you're frugal. And that's a belief that we have and we accept it, but it's that will to fail that continues to uh, give us that resistance of doing what we must do. Uh, stop saying yes to everything and to everybody. There's people pleasing. It's so within us because we've been taught to be polite and we got to help people. And But we do it at our expense. We got to remember that every time we say yes to something, we are saying no to something else. And that no is usually not doing what we must do. And so we have to stop that and not say yes to everything and be more uh, critical and put those uh, limitations around what we say yes to and we need to stop putting ourselves last and taking care of everything and everybody and at our expense, at the expense of the family. Uh, When we become so conscious of those things that we have to unlearn, then we can start changing and acquiring a business growth attitude that is both healthy for the business and for us to enjoy life in ways we didn't even think of before. So break the resistance to do what you must do by unlearning and changing the beliefs that are behind them. And always remember, change your attitude, change your life. Thank you for stopping by. I'm so glad you decided to be in this journey with me. I would ask you to rate and review the podcast. That really helps. And also visit businessgrowthattitude.com where you can find resources, especially the free strategy sessions for those of you that are growing your company or have reached a plateau and want to break through that and get to the next level of growth. Take the free strategy session. Let's work together. Let's get you growing your business. Talk to you soon and we'll see you in the next episode.